0: Well, praise the Lord. Hi, and welcome to my new podcast. Today, I will be talking about a subject concerning how an ant functions. We want to know because in Proverbs, it talks about the ant. And God wants us to be like an ant so I will be talking about some characteristics of an ant today compared to a sluggard whoa that's a word sluggard <laughs> slug okay slug Sluggard, which we know is a very slow animal very slow he hardly moves to do anything he has no enthusiasm whatsoever to push it. And God does not want us to be a sluggard. He wants to, us to be like the ant. So God is talking to the sluggard today. You consider the ant. Today, my scriptures uh, will be coming from the Bible Proverbs 6, chapter 6 through 8. The Bible says, Go to the ant, thou slugger. Consider her ways, and be wise. Oh, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Be wise. Hallelujah. Okay, which they have no guide and no overseer or ruler. Ants don't got no guide. They don't got nobody that tells them, march this way, go that way, go under the ground, come back up. They don't have nobody and they don't have a ruler over them to make them do what he wants them to do. But let me tell you something about the ant. The ant provided her meat in the summer and gathered her food in the harvest. Hallelujah. So this is what the ant does. The ant makes sure that it has what it needs for its household. Hallelujah. It gathers what it needs for the season and the time that it knows its nose is coming so that they will not be in want or need so they go where the harvest is and they go and they gather it. they bring it all together in one big lump sums, and they store it underground so therefore when the time of Winter comes when it gets really cold. And they can't really stand cold like that. That's why they don't come out in the winter. They only come out in the summer because they are summer insects. Okay. It's a... You know, the ants... They take food that's available they walk together like a troop two, three, you know like how how a troop goes about a city you never see a troop scattered everywhere, you see a troop always normally side by side or walking side by side or together in a big bundle in a straight line well, this is how we can picture as the ant farm how they do. This is how they move. They work together. They say ants are strong. They can carry 30 times their weight. Can you imagine an ant carrying a 30 times its weight. Ooh, that's heavy. Because ants are really small, but they're strong, strong, strong. They have legs that are very strong. And they don't even have a back, did you know? Ants don't got no back. (laughs) Wow, but they can carry things on them. On them. They use their antenna, which is the two little stringy things on the front of their eyes, on the top of their heads. They use it to identify. They identify. It helps them to be alert of what's going around them. So they're identifying who's there. So, it helps them to sense what's going on in the air. So, that's what they use to sense. Just like we use our nose, we smell the coffee. Ooh, we smell the cinnamon rolls. Making me hungry. Yes. But um, that is how the ant functions. The ant is very smart. They make sure that they have need before the drought hits. Hallelujah. There's a drought coming. Hallelujah. For the word of God. And we got to make sure that we got it all packed up inside of our hearts. And we are ready. So when the droughts of life hit us we will be that water springing up out of our bellies the word of God and we'll be able to uh, recall what God said when the storms hit us or when somebody says something to us that cringes us so bad I'm digging I'm digging I'm going into my treasures I'm going into where my meal is And I'm going to get me a tasty morsel. And what that tasty morsel is going to taste like. It's going to taste like the word of God. That's what it's going to taste like. And it's going to be delicious. And it's going to save me. From what's against me. Because why I trust in it. And I believe in it. Hallelujah. So we don't have to be in a drought today. We can have the word of God. When the drought comes, when the times and times come, when it seems like you're at the bottom of your barrel or you're at the bottom of your basket. You just don't know what in the world you're going to do next. I'm going to trust in the word of God because God is his word and I'm going to stand on it. No matter what comes my way, I'm going to be ready for this drought that's coming. I'm going to be ready when the winter time comes, when the time of coldness, the world is so cold, and they're coming against you. What you going to draw from? Are you going to be able to sit at that table and enjoy that nice big bowl of soup, the word of God, that soupy soup that's so good and hot in the wintertime? Or you're going to be like the sluggard and sit around and say, I have time. Uh, there's no need for me to get up now. I'll just sit back and relax. <laughs> like the rich man did. He was had a form of a sluggard mind because he didn't worry about his soul. But he was worried about other things that he thought was more important than his soul. So what did he do? Sit back, build barns, get more riches. You know, he said, in other words, I got it tight. I got it made. I'm even going to tear down the other bigger barns over there and make me some bigger ones. (laughs) Yeah, I got it going on. What's up? Yeah. Richie in the house, in other words. But there was a surprise that he was going to get that night because his soul wasn't right. He laid up nothing for his soul, but he laid up all the riches in in the world for him to have so that he thought that his soul would take ease. And God don't like when we become easy. Thanks. People of God, people that love God, God don't like when we become easy and just say, "Well, I know everything's gonna be all right, and I ain't got nothing to worry about. I'm just gonna sit back here and and uh, take my ease and feel good and whatever, uh, just shop and." And do all this other stuff, just to do it and whatever. But for my soul, I'm gonna be doing nothing too much for that because I feel like I, yeah, I already got it made. I don't. I don't need to go. I don't need to go that drastic. I don't need to be that drastic. I don't need to go that far. But son, we need to go that far because Jesus went that far when he died on the cross. He took it all the way to the max, to the end. So if God didn't take it easy, what gives us a right? And we are less than our master and Lord. We are not greater. We are less than him. So why would we want to like be easy peasy? Where we can be like the ant. On the go, on the move. I know what I am supposed to be doing. I got to do this. Because I know the drought is coming. And if I don't have nothing for my soul laid up. What in the world am I going to be doing? I'm going to end up losing it all because I didn't have what I was supposed to have when I needed to have. Amen. You know, some people in life are very stubborn and it hurts them to do what they're supposed to do. They wait on other people. They say, oh, I'm just waiting on my cousin. <laughs> I'm just waiting on my uncle. I'm just waiting on my daddy. Uh, maybe my grandma somebody, you know. Or just my BFF. Uh, maybe my boyfriend or my girlfriend. Or my husband or my wife. I'm just waiting because I love them so and I, I can't see them go. I just, I'm going to wait. I ain't going to do nothing. If they don't go, I'm afraid that i just going to have to sit here and wait till they make their mind up to go. But God is calling and he's saying, don't be as a sluggard. Don't sit there waiting for other people to get up and move when you know you've got to get up and do for your own self because if you don't the drought is coming the drought is coming the drought is coming hallelujah you know stubborn they want to be stubborn too not just sluggard because a part of a sluggard is a stubborn person you can't get them or bulge them or keep telling them. And they like, yeah, 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 I know. Uh, tomorrow, God said, when you have it in your hand to do today, you're supposed to do it. If it's there for you to do, you're supposed to do it. So therefore, if I have it already in my possession to give you a, a cake And I say I was going to give you a whole cake. And I have it in my possession to give it to you. But then I tell you, "Uh, just wait for tomorrow. I'll give you the cake tomorrow. But it's in my possession right now. Why I can't give you the cake today? When I already promised you that I'm going to hand you the cake. That's kind of crazy. You're going to make me wait a whole other day for the cake. And I've been waiting like five days now for the cake. Uh, That's weird. So anyway, some people are stubborn they're stubborn towards God they turn their self away or they don't care about what matters to God they do not care about it they say if so and so is not doing it neither will I they make excuses. and say, "Nah, I don't. I, I don't." It's like, okay, somebody says, uh, "Well, the trash is sitting there; it hasn't been taken out, for example." And they make excuses and say, "Well, uh, I'll take out the trash later. I don't want to take out the. I don't want to do that right this minute." Or. I would like to, but I just uh, just wait. And then what happens? The trash gets bigger or something funny happens. It starts to get a stenchy smell to it. Because why? It was full and somebody decided that. I don't got to do that right now. I'll just take my time. Don't tell me when to do it or what to do or when to do it. I do it when I please. And there's a consequence behind that because it's always something bad comes out of something when something needs to be done and it refuses to be done. So God does not want us to be people that refuse to do what is good and what is right. But we need to do what is good and what is right and not be like the sluggard. Okay, for examples, I have some examples in the Bible where people lost in life because they were like a sluggard, a.k.a. stubborn. Okay, and we'll be talking about um, the people of Israel for one and Psalms 78 and 10. They did not keep God's covenant. The Israelites. They didn't keep God's covenant. And they turned their hearts away. They were supposed to. Remember God's covenant. And do it. But they. They they refused. They, they said no. They got stiff neck. They didn't want to. You know so. You know. They consider themselves as being as a sluggard because why? They refuse. They turn their back from God. And they say, We will not. We won't. We won't do this. And God is saying, Why? In other words, why you why you want to be like that? It's because they turn their hearts. And when you turn your heart, you become cold. He said the love of many shall wax cold. Why? Why should they wax cold? Because their hearts, their hearts have gone cold. And when your heart, when you go cold, you don't care about nothing, nobody, who they are, what they are, where they came from, and what they doing there that's when you know a person has heart has gone like a stone and God does not want us to have a stony heart He wants us to have a heart of flesh so that we can know the difference between this and that He wants us to have that heart that senses and can feel what the pains are about and what the trials and the tribulations and what people go through. He wants us to have a heart not a stone a heart that's hardened like it has thick rubber around it sealed with plastics and Medals and everything, and it got a big old lock on it. God don't want us to have that type of heart. And also in Acts seven and fifty-one, we uh, the apostles John, Barnabas, Stephen, uh, they were all together as they was. On their mission. Preaching. They was preaching to. The rulers. The elders and the scribes. And they were talking to them. In Acts 4. 4th chapter. So all the way to the 7th chapter. They were talking. And God was. Orchestrating his word. Towards them. Letting them know how he felt towards them and he used Peter to tell them what he was trying to say and God called them stiff neck you resist the Holy Ghost look at those you resist that means you turn. You don't love me. Like you say you do. You walk away from me. You act like you don't want me. I'm talking to you. It's like a stubborn child. I'm talking to the child and saying... I want you to clean up that mess or I want you to do such and such. And the child looks at you like, like you're some kind of stranger, like, okay, ooh. And the child does not do as if what it was told to do. Which makes it really bad. And it hurts God to the bone that people will do that who say that they love Him. God called them stiff neck. Have you ever had a stiff neck? You woke up and your neck was stiff. and you just didn't, you just could not turn your neck, and it's like, and you wanted to scream, it hurt, I mean, the pain was like, out of this world, I've had stiff neck, and I had to deal with it for uh, days, but God delivered me, hallelujah, so I can understand how God felt when he called them stiff-necked. That means nobody is hard for somebody to penetrate your heart. To get to your heart. A heart is like a stone and you will let nobody in there. God does not want us to be stiff-necked towards him because he loves us. So many people in life they feel that nothing is wrong with nothing. I can do what I want, when I want, who I want, where I want, and how I want. And nobody is gonna tell me that I cannot. You know, they, they don't want to reply to no one. Sluggers have no intentions of paying attention to what is needful to survive. Jesus wants us to establish the temptations it wants us to escape He wants us to get out of whatever we need to get out of but we can't be like the slugger because the slugger won't even pay attention to what it's supposed to be doing he's just like okay (laughs) I'm cruising to the day and it hurts me to put my hand to my mouth. Ouch! That's a slugger. It even hurts him to pick up a fork. You know, oh man, I just I I don't want to. I don't like that. It hurts. It brings him. It brings him grief just to pick up. His hand and bring it <laughs> to his mouth. That's scary. Anyway, praise God, and then it says, "How can ye escape, How can you escape, Edenasha, if ye neglect, neglect? That means I really." Not paying attention. I just walk away. Whatever. I just do my thing. Because I am who I am. And nobody better not tell me nothing. That's just who I am. And I frankly don't want to hear you. But Jesus said you can't. You can't get out of this. If you neglect me, if you don't if you do not receive the salvation that I bring, there's no way that you are going to escape this. This was coming upon the earth. You will not get out of it. You will be caught up in it, wrapped up in it, tied up in it and pulled out in it because there's no other way Jesus said I'm the way there's no other way to escape what you're going through if you turn your back away from me said the Lord so God is telling us do not fail to care 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 about the things of God don't fail to care because that's what the slugger spirit is all about with his stubborn self he fails to care I don't care I don't care about the situation you know I'm just carrots uh, about taking care of things it is a trait of an easy going person just going through the motions yeah whatever <laughs> oh, today we yeah, are just the same old you know <laughs> Girl, what you doing I'm just hanging out this is what I'll always be doing you know Hey, watching TV all day, you know. Mm, Nothing else for me to do, whatever. Get me a popsicle or something and lick it, whatever. And hopefully the day will just go by and just the same old whatever. Careless. Not even worried about that, they are so. But so worried about the TV so worried about what mama said, so worried about what daddy said, so worried about what uncle said, our cousin, but when it comes to the Bible, the word of God, don't that time, I got this to do, I got to pick up the kids, I gotta go to the bank, I gotta go to the store, same old Like I'll never get out of this cycle. And that's what the slugger does. He just like an old motion picture. He just like okay I'm just going through the motion and hopefully the day will just pass by. And hopefully I'll see another day tomorrow and do the same old dragged out stuff, not reaching for higher heights, not wanting to go to a different goal, or not wanting to get over the situation that he's in, he's just there, just hanging from his old tree, hanging from his old tree, this is my favorite tree, and I ain't gonna let nobody take me off of this place. And he would just hang there. If there was a banana right beside him, it would take him maybe an hour to reach to get the banana. Because that's how much it hurts just to move. Some of the characteristics of a sluggard: He thinks slow. He moves slow. He, he's even equipped with these long, big hands that has tremendous power, but he refuses to use his hands for what is needful. He can reach things that maybe is almost a foot long, but he refers just to make it easy. When I get there is when I get there. Just let the day go by. Yes. So let's not be less the sluggard today, but be as the ant, which has a beautiful character about him because he takes care of business and He makes sure when the drought or when it's time for winter he is not hungry and neither is his colony but everything is put together and he's ready. Let us be ready so that when the trials of life happen to us or things big in our life happen that seems like We have nothing but God to hold on to. Let's draw from that water spring, which is the water spring of the Holy Ghost uh, coming up inside of us, telling us that word that we need to know so we have something to hold on to in the midnight hours. What God said... He said, I will do a new thing. God wants to do a new thing. He's not a God that is stillborn. And he just, there, there, and nothing never happens. When God says something's going to happen, You better believe something is going to happen. Because he said my word shall go out. And not return unto me void. But accomplish that. Which had it been sent. So God saying. What I send out. It's not going to return to me. It's going to do exactly what I said it would do. Because. God. He's a fervent God. He told us to be fervent in our prayers. He told us to watch and pray. So you know, God tells us a lot of things in the word that requires us to move. Not like a sluggard, but to be upon it, fast, actionist, an action person person that gets the job done because God is always the one that gets the job done in our lives he makes things better when we seem like we can't see our way he makes things better God wants us to be action people and not sluggards which always sit around waiting for somebody else to do for them when they could be doing themselves He said, old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. Hallelujah. Today, really, if we want God to do something, we as a people have to do something to get the job done because God believes in us as we believe in him so he he said to many he will give much he will increase that has and then he that has not the little he will be taken away so God gives much to those who are doing something than those who are not doing nothing. So let's not be as the sluggard. Let's be mindful that the drought is coming and we need to have that meat so when the time of hunger has arrived we would not be asking our neighbor neighbor do you have some pepper or do you have a piece of meat that uh, I can have because I ran out I don't have none but if we have the living word of God bubbling inside of us we always going to have enough. God bless and I hope that you have learned about the ant and the slugger and let us not be as a slugger, but let us be as the ant and get the job done. I love you with the love of Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful and beautiful blessed day. God bless. See you in the next episode. Lord's will. In Jesus' name. Bye.